My name's Beth Guide. I am with Vertical Web. And like Sandra said, we do this on a regular basis. And often I get asked about how to build a website or what builder to use. And literally I could run a whole class on what builder to use. I already have the first question that says, go over to different type of programs. Um, what I wanna do tonight is I want to go over uh, WordPress um, and I wanna go through it with you so that you understand. To me, there really is not a reason to have um, anything else other than WordPress. And the reason I say that is because um, programs like Wix, Weebly, Squarespace, GoDaddy Tonight, um, Shopify, they are not really geared for the way to build a website the way Google wants. So they'll say that they're search engine friendly, but you actually cannot execute the items that you need to execute within these platformed based um, services. I'm even going to say I'm seeing things like WP Engine can't pass a core vitals test. So I want you all to understand um, some of this basics piece of the, uh, pieces of this, which are, I if I had my druthers, everybody would build their website in WordPress, and at least you would have um, a broke clock, which is a broke clock is right two times a day. So if you're not in a competitive area, you take this class, you do what I say, you use WordPress, you're in a really good shape to do it. If you use WordPress, at least you have half a chance, half a fighting chance in this world. And anybody that's been a small business owner for any period of time knows that most of you, most thing you need is half a fighting chance to be able to get on down the road. So that's why it's very important to me that we build our website in the right platform, in the right direction, the right way, so that we don't have, we don't have long-term problems and things that, and it, it can cost you extra money because what ends up happening is you have to go out, you have to go, you, you'll go say, okay, I built my website. It's now sitting in Wix. And now what I need to do is I need to go get somebody to do SEO. Well, the first thing somebody that knows anything about SEO is going to say is they're going to say it needs to come out and be put in something like WordPress. So um, there's two types of WordPress. I want to be clear about that. There's WordPress.com. There's WordPress.org. WordPress.com is also platform-based um, and is not as uh, malleable to do what you need to do. Um, the other thing is with the advent of speed, you really need to be have the ability that you, you're on the fastest server situation you can be on. And as your site gets more traffic, you really need to start to be able to move away and be on your own on your own server. So if you go down these platform roads, there's several levels of failure in them, if you will. Okay. Um, and one of them is the ability not to walk away. Now, WordPress.org is a standalone uh, set of files that gets put in your web hosting space. Um, you can, once it's installed, you can configure it, you can customize it. Um, and that's what I'm going to be talking about tonight. Um, I'm starting with pretty much a blank WordPress setup. I want to go through all the plugins that you need to be successful. And then I'm going to show you a little bit about how easy it can be to build a page. Um, I think if you have the right information, um, and frankly, if you follow this video, um, I think over, over time, you actually could pretty quickly put something together um, because it doesn't, it's not, it's not, uh, 
it's not as hard as it looks. I think it's intimidating if you don't know what you're looking at, but once I get you um, on the right path, you should be okay. So you want what you want to make sure that you're using the wordpress.org version. So being you asked that question, most web hosting companies install that for you. So they have a wordpress.org version for you. Okay. Um, it's a one button push. Now it's not going to be everything you need. So this is why I want to take the time to go through this all with you carefully and explain. So you can jot notes, write down all the plugins you need, and then you too can be successful all by your little lonesomes. Okay. Um, what I will say up front is that um, I do have a version of WordPress that we have for public use that has all the licenses in. So if you ever need help or need to understand what that is, um, we can do that. This is, I acquired my domain in Wix. Will it be able to be connected to WordPress? Uh, the answer is yes. It's very difficult at times to get a domain out of Wix. Um, so I'm going to encourage you to, when you're ready to get a walk away from Wix, not only to point the domain to your new WordPress website, wherever that is, but also to transfer the domain to your, to your hosting company or to someplace else, because the last place you want is to have Wix holding your domain name. So um, I'm just going to kind of throw that out at you also. All right. Um, one of the rules, and I don't know that Sandra said this, um, you know, I can talk with no problem, but I would rather talk and have you guys ask questions as you go. I can see the question and question answer panel and the chat panel to the side of my screen. So as you're asking them, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to try to answer them. Now, somebody, Carmen, you keep putting your hand up, just ask the question and we'll be okay. All right. You don't have to raise your hand, just throw it in one of those windows and I will get it addressed for you. Um, okay. So this next one says I have my domain registered at GoDaddy. So will I be able to go to get to it? The answer is yes. GoDaddy functions as a registration company. It can easily be pointed elsewhere. You can buy it from GoDaddy. I am not a fan of GoDaddy. So I'm going to, I'm going to tell you that. I mean, besides them being a competitor, um, there's GoDaddy. My statement on GoDaddy is they're good until they're bad. Um, and that's, that's the only way I, I know how to answer that question about them. I'm, I'm not, I can't really, um, I, I don't really want to, you know, say much more than that, but they're okay until they're not okay. And you'll find out, and usually you find out in a very hard way. So this says, what host do you recommend for a domain in order to direct it? Well, that's, that's the, that's the part. Look up vertical web and that question will answer itself. I don't, I don't want to turn this into a who, what host hosting company should we have? Um, you know, I, you know, that's a, that's a tricky question and I, I don't really want to necessarily go down that road per se. Okay. Just go to vertical web and that question should be answered for you. Um, vertical web, the name of my company. Um, it's so, uh, that would be the easiest thing. This says, would it be easy to get my domain name from Shopify? Yes, if your hosting company knows how to move domains easily, it should be fairly easy to move the domain um, out of uh, out out of it. So, all right. So let me let me go ahead and get let's kind of get started and go down the road here on this. So the first thing I did is I did a base install of WordPress, and that should either be done to you for you by your hosting company, or you can do it yourself. It's not hard to do. Um, if you have your hosting company do it, it usually should be a one button push. If you have your, uh, if you do it yourself, you just have to answer a few questions in your, 
um, config file and it and it's pretty easy to do. So this is a blank version of WordPress um, with all the all the things added in it that I wanted to add. So I'm going to kind of run down that list first, um, and we can we can start with that. So um, I'm going to go to my dashboard, and my dashboard um, has some stuff on it for me uh, that you know some information about some of the plugins I'm leading. Whatever you do will end up appearing here. So I want to start from the top of the list. I'm going to go down. So let's talk about what a plugin is, okay? So when you install WordPress out of the box, there's not a super lot of functionality that is in it, okay? It will work. It will function. You can build um, a really easy and quick blog, okay? It's not hard to do. But I think that you have to extend it. There's some base plugins that you need to have installed. And I want to kind of go down each one of them and explain them to you really quickly so that you understand. Uh, take notes um, so that you, you can Google some of these things and, and do them yourself. Okay. So the very first one, I'm going to skip over this first one here. I'll, I'll explain that one in a minute. The very first one that you need is this Askament program. Okay. Uh, the reason why is because that stops your form spam and it stops your uh, comment spam. And from a Google standpoint, comment spam uh, is uh, is is difficult to is is bad for Google. Somebody said they can't they can't see my screen. Sandra, can you see my screen? Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. So I see right, your I, screen. All right. I just wanted to make sure because somebody's saying they just see black and that's that's not accurate. Um, I, I have a screen here and I just want to make sure we didn't have some kind of technical difficulty. No, I can. All right. It, it seems a little far away, but, you know, it, well, and I, can, I probably can do this little trick here. Because that's not the first time anybody's ever told me that. How about that? Better? It is better. OK. All right. So. This first one is Askmet. Write that down. It's available through WooCommerce. It is, um, yeah, uh, no, through WordPress.com. It's a plugin. It does, and it scans all comments, and it scans um, the information uh, to see to stop bad posts from coming to your your through your form mail. It stops these. Um, um, what am I trying to say? These comment spams. You should not allow comment spam on your website, period, end of story, okay? Um, they actually are a detriment. They often send people to India um, and not that there's any problem with India, but it's usually some scam in India and people don't really know if they don't know. I'm going to skip over this one next and we're going to come back to these. Yeah, there are, okay, so let's, let's, that's a great question. Michael asked, is it available through wordpress.com and wordpress.org? The plugin is through your WordPress.com account. You will install it in your WordPress.org version of WordPress. So there's two, there's, you have to have an account with WordPress.com to acquire some of these plugins. They have a cost attached to them. So that's, there's also an account, but you do not want to use the WordPress.com version of, of WordPress. You want to use the .org one. Okay, so just so we're clear. Um, that's why, you know, questions, if I say something, I, you know, I want everybody to be able to, to you know, ask, uh, just so that I can um, make sure that we're all clear. Okay, so ask them as the first one. Next one I'm going to tell you is we no, wait, just to be clear on that you're saying that you want them to join and pay for WordPress.com. No, didn't say that. Okay. All right. So WordPress.com 
is to make some of these plugins available. And you have to have an account and you have to buy them through wordpress.com, but you're buying a version that works on wordpress.org. You're not buying a wordpress.com version, okay? So I don't want you to buy a wordpress.com website. I don't want you to buy anything through wordpress.com. It's just that when you go to Google this plugin and you go to buy this plugin, it is gonna be purchased through the company wordpress.com not the software wordpress.com i hope that clarifies that okay all right okay so the next one i'm going to talk about is uh, we use a uh, backup buddy but i'm going to throw a few else out there um i think this is the easiest one to restore a website from okay i can back up my website and restore my website in they're under asking five you to explain that again that's confusing to them Okay. All right. WordPress.com is a company and they sell the plugin Askamet. It is designed to be used on a WordPress.org installation. So I'm using WordPress.com as a company, not as a software. Okay. Well, if you go Google Askamet and you go try to buy it, it's going to say you need a WordPress.com account. You are not buying WordPress.com software. You're buying Askamet software. I hope that, I think that's a matter of trying that and you'll get that. The good news is some hosting companies actually include it and then you won't have to worry about buying it. It's just given to you for free. So if you pick the right hosting company, that actually can be there for free for you. Okay, so you need backup software and I'm gonna tell you there's three different ways to handle this, okay? I think Backup Buddy is the easiest path and it's the most reliable to get a good backup and an easy restore. Um, a lot of people use updraft and like my system, my system admin said to me, have you ever tried to restore something from updraft? Updraft can be very difficult to run and install from. Okay. This thing is very, very easy to back up. Um, when you go into it and let me actually, let me, is it? It's here somewhere. Okay, when you come into it, this is what it looks like. It says local backups. I just backed this up a few minutes ago. I can create a backup. I hit a button. It creates the backup. I can restore a backup simply by clicking the button and telling it to restore these files. Why I took a snapshot of this is because I'm actually going to go through and build a website on here if I can talk fast enough and get through it all. Um, so I'm going to want to erase it when we're done. So what when we're all done tonight i'm gonna hit restore files and restore it back to the way we started tonight okay just because i use this to um install stuff um sandra i don't know how to keep asking though what are some i mean i i don't i keep saying it can i don't know how to keep saying just go look at our website and you'll figure out what you need to do i don't know what else to say there on that because they keep saying what well, hosting company you have a sense of what we need to say on that well, I think what you're saying is you can use other, you don't want to recommend multiple hosting companies, but but one of the things that you find when you go to Vertical Web is is Beth has a hosting company, but she's not, not trying to necessarily get all of them yeah. to use her hosting company. So um, there, there are other hosting companies to use as well. Um, so I don't know. Do you want to recommend other hosting companies? Or I don't really, I don't, I don't know. I don't, some of them are offering it. So I don't even know at this point who is and who isn't. These are just decisions I made that were better off for everybody. I put together a plan that works 
So I, I just don't know how to answer that, those kind of questions. So maybe we just kind of, if you guys can understand that part, just go to the website and see, and then Google what hosting company offers AskNet. Maybe that's a, that's, it, it, it kind of can guide you a little bit. All right. So, um, all right. So backup, if you look at this backup buddy in, interface, it's extremely easy. Um, anybody can do it. I don't use Updraft anymore. Updraft is very difficult to do a restore of. It's not hard to back it up. It's just that the chances of you being able to restore it in a reasonable manner sometimes are a little bit lacking, okay? Um, so just understand that. The other one that we've been using here of late, and um, part of the reason I'm, I'm doing it um, is, okay, the one person that says you, you go to, got, got you so WordPress. You're using WordPress. You're not using WordPress, the hosting company. That's, you do not want to use WordPress, the hosting company. Under That's like the same as Wix, Weebly, Squarespace. I'm going to have to keep just saying that, I guess. All right. So um, the other one that we're using is WP Staging. Um, and the reason we're, we're doing this and we offer this is because it's getting to a point now that you really shouldn't be making edits on your live site. And this allows you to easily set up a staging site. It allows you to make a staging site and it also allows you to uh, migrate and push the data easily. So you don't have to be a tech whiz to just push data between the two websites with this particular plugin. The reason I'm telling you this is because inevitably you will make a mistake, cause a problem, and you need to restore your, your website from a backup. And when I'm saying that, um, what I'm, what I'm saying this to you is that I'm trying to make sure that your bases are covered. Most web hosts do not back up your WordPress install for you. Um, so I, I just want to make sure that you understand that you need to be responsible and have your own, your own backup. Okay. So that's, that's why I keep, I'm talking so much about backups because they're that important. Okay. Next, we're going to go back to the plugin screen over here. Um, there is different ways um, and I'm skipping over some of these because we're going to go basic and then I'm going to go bigger. Okay. Um, there are better, there are several different ways that you can build a web page and you need to make a decision, but I'm going to give you my best advice so that maybe it will make your, your decision a little bit easier. Okay. So. The first thing is you can use the native editor that comes in WordPress. Um, it is called Gutenberg, like the old printing press, okay? Um, I will tell you that most professional designers disable Gutenberg because it does not really meet the level that you need it to meet. So if you notice, I have a plugin that's called Disable Gutenberg, okay? And it takes that software away. You can use the old classic, uh, WordPress interface. And if you like to write HTML, you can go be my guest and write HTML on that old classic WordPress interface and it'll let you do it with no problem. Okay. Uh, sometimes I use that classic interface just because I have a problem and only a, a basic HTML will solve that problem. So I like the flexibility. I use the classic editor. So what, remember I skipped over the very first one up here this one that's called Advanced Editor Tools, and it says previously called Tiny Mice Advanced. What that does is it adds an interface into your pages that looks like Word. 
Okay, so I'm going to say add new and don't, this is not me giving a demonstration. This is just long enough for me to explain the editors for you. If you look here, you see, I have an interface here that looks like Word. I can start typing and doing whatever I want. Okay, um, we standardly change the editor to look like this and not use Gutenberg because I think Gutenberg is very, um, it's very cumbersome and it's, and it's, it's hard to use. So um, when we get to the design portion of this, um, I will I will expand a little bit on why I think it's a little bit of a problem, but we'll we'll kind of go from there. Okay, so let's come back to our and I'm talking fast because I want to try to get to where we go through all of these things. All right, so um, I talked about uh, get disabling Gutenberg, so we talked about that. Um, you need to be able to create custom permalinks, which what that means is that you are able to make a, a URL not look like a WordPress URL, which would be something like question mark one, two, three, four, five. Rather, excuse me, you want it to look something like this. So if I hit the web design link, you see my URL is web design Houston. How I do that and create my own permalink is with this custom permalinks plugin. So you'll need to make sure you add that. Um, the other thing I have here is a nice little tree view of my um, pages. And the reason I did that was because it keeps it nice and organized. So when I come over here in pages, I can look at it in from tree view. And if I have a lot of pages, I can kind of nest one in underneath the other. That page I just made, you'll see now that's in that folder. So you can actually make folders and keep things nice and neat, know where your pages are. So I'm going to highly recommend that you have a tree view um, plugin. Um, so that's that one. There's several different out there. So you can look for it um, and it and it'll work. The other one that I think is a necessity in this day and age is this classic widgets plugin. Um, WordPress in one of their upgrades took away the ability to manipulate the widgets. And I, I, and I guess, let me get to what a widget is because you're not going to understand it without seeing it. Um, when I come in to my dashboard, uh, da, 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 where did it go? Appearance widgets. Okay. So when I come to widgets, what they are are pieces that you can plug into a page and grab a piece of it and make it appear. So if I wanted to put a search bar, the search bar is a widget. If I want to put um, a recent post on the side of my page, that's a widget. What they took away is the ability to e edit the footer. So what we did is we came up with a plugin and, and, and we used this plugin so that we can use the footer normally because I want the footer built the way I teach you to build them for SEO purposes. I don't want the footer built all crazy um, in that way, okay? Um, the person that says you're building a cryptocurrency, that is not this class on how to do a payment gateway for cryptocurrency. We're not gonna, we're not gonna talk about that at all, okay? So I, I can't, we're not doing that. Um, I will do an e-commerce class at some point. I just wanna, I'm trying to clear these all out just so we know that they're answered. All right, so. I have, I have the widget, the widget editor is in here. So let's come back. So that's the classic widget widgets. I've disabled Gutenberg uh, and I added tiny mice. So I've now given you everything so far. The only other one that I didn't talk about through the A's and the B's yet is this better search and replace. So 
I have a customer right now. He said to me, Beth, he says, I want to change the name of my company. And my company is going to go from company A to company B. I am going to use this. I'm going to put in company A. I'm going to say every place you find company A, please go to company B and it will do it for us. Okay. So just understand that that's, that's going on, that that's an easy way to do a find and a replace throughout the website. It does it without you having to know how to do a database. Okay. So um, that's that story. Okay. So, uh, okay. So now I'm going to talk about website builders and we're going to have to chat about this a minute because there's several different ways that we can go about this. Um, WordPress has multiple different uh, website builders that are available to it. And the last time I did class i did a demo and we used wp bakery this time when i do it we're going to talk about elementor and elementor pro um, there's also divi builder out there and divi builder is uh sometimes the go-to uh, builder of choice uh for web designers to me it's very difficult um and not that it's hard it's cumbersome and i say difficult to me i mean cumbersome um and let me, let me um, give you a little bit of my background. So I adapted to websites and web, the ability to build a website um, pretty much like a duck to water. Uh, and, the, and the reason that that happened was because I learned back in the day how to lay out a newspaper. And anybody that ever has done any type of desktop publishing and learned how to put columns together and rows together and boxes together this starts to be the same thing. So if you think about how a newspaper page used to be laid out, you know, you might have a headline across the top, you might have two things down the side, you might have the uh, a large story in the middle, a second large story in the middle, and then you may end up having it run, you know, a table of contents that lists run down the side. So if you look at a newspaper, you'll see this same block type discussion that I'm having. And these pages are sort of like jigsaw puzzles, kind of, sort of. So you can decide what, how you want a page to fit together, where you're going to want your elements, and what you're, what you're going to need to do here. So the person said, woohoo, retired newspaper reporter here. If you ever did layout, you're 100% ahead of the game, okay? And I, I really believe that. Now, Divi Builder is more complicated uh, because it allows tables inside of tables and nested tables, and it doesn't really require you too much to think about how do you want to lay something out, okay? So if I was in a classroom, I would have a whiteboard, and I'd kind of show you this, but, you know, every page is just a gigantic square, right? And then you have to kind of block out in your head where you want something to go, what you want something to do, how you want it to work, and what white space you want. So, We've been through multiple builders through the years. I mean, writing this from HTML that had old rows and um, columns in it, uh, it had cells and it had tables and all of that. That was one thing. Um, then it went to the CSS div classes that you were able to set the size of the rows and the boxes. But at the end of the day, everything always came down to a square and how am I going to lay everything out in that square so that it interconnects properly and works properly? Okay. So for a beginner, I'm not going to advocate Divi because I think that Divi is harder. 
And I think you have to have a really good understanding of tables and rows and nested tables and how they all interact. And I can see a beginner getting frustrated with it. For years, we would tell everybody to use WP Bakery. And um, I'm gonna say now, it's time to kind of walk away from WP Bakery um, because I think this is, it's, it's a bit of a problem. And let me, let me kind of explain why. So back in January, Google added um, this core value or, or core vitals problem. And what it required was websites to be built leaner, faster. Um, it required the websites to um, not have code bloat in them. Now, somebody could argue with me that Elementor has some code bloat in it. And I, I think that, um, I think that that's a, that's a fair question to say. Um, but at the end of the day, I'm going to say that Elementor is, has it, they kind of went back and retooled themselves to pass core vitals. And the setup that I have here will pass core vitals with a, you know, a 95, 98 every single time. So if you kind of don't go crazy with images, this question over here is a great question because it says, may I ask you how much information, data and privacy are we forfeiting over for each of these plugins? Like the plugin that is backing, backing everything up. How much data, how is that data treated? Okay. So um, they back up locally to your website it does not back up to the cloud unless you tell it to back up to the cloud. My hosting customers are actually backed up to a um, Amazon Glacier backend that is that we just back it up. It, the only people that can get in is us. It's encrypted. It's not publicly available. Um, if you back it up to Glacier, your website will cl- connect to Glacier, go allow you to get your file and let you go restore your own stuff. Okay, so we kind of did that. Um, Backup Buddy also goes to Dropbox, and Dropbox is um, is is encrypted as well. Uh, so I don't now. If you just go to their systems and their backups, I would be a, a little concerned. Okay. Um, the other thing I will say to you is you should not be storing sensitive data on your website. And I've been hosting websites now for twenty two years. I have seen people put their QuickBooks file up there. I've seen people put their high school graduation video up there. I have seen people put their downloadable copy of Photoshop up there. They don't recognize that what you put up publicly can always be taken. They need to go in something like a OneDrive, a Dropbox, uh, Amazon Glacier, one of those type backends. You never want to be putting so sensitive data in the back end of your website, period, end of discussion. Um, I'm not super worried if somebody takes my vertical web website or comes into a, a, a not that they can, but if it were to happen, I don't care because I don't have anything sensitive stored on my website. You shouldn't be storing credit cards. You shouldn't be storing social security numbers. You shouldn't be storing email addresses. Now I have plugins that I have hooked up here that will send mass email. They go to a secure MailChimp account. So we kind of thought through some of those security issues. So I just, you know, I kind of, um, I wanted you kind of understand that although that's a fantastic question and you should be worried, um, 
I, and I can't speak for other people, but I, I just know that we have gone out of our way to put bubble wrap around our customers because we know that most of you have no idea what you're doing. And if I don't put bubble wrap around you, you're going to get a bruise somewhere. So um, now it doesn't mean you have to listen to me. I, I, I do have that go on too, that sometimes people don't listen. But um, for the most part, a backup to Amazon Glacier that you only can get to that's encrypted, encoded, and then not public downloadable is a pretty safe way to make your backup. Okay. Great question, by the way. And that's something everybody should be concerned with. All right. So WP Bakery, going to kind of come back to that. So that is very bloated. The code is very bloated. It's very difficult to tweak it to get it to run um, efficiently and pass core vitals. All right. So I, I am not going to strongly uh, advise anybody to go use that. I mean, you can, it's there, it's available, but I'm, I'm a little bit concerned um, with the ability and speed issues and being speed is now an issue. I have to make sure that you're in good shape. So this says when I Google, uh, when I Google different programs and companies and quote, sometimes you can get a quote specifically WordPress documents show up in Google. This concerns me. Okay, so when you, I don't, I think what you're saying is like, if I upload something, it says it's WP and it's in an images situation. Anything that's not password protected, that's downloadable, it's, I don't think that that's a, that's a problem. I mean, any image that you put in your image directory is, is going to show up that way. So I'm not super concerned. Now, if you're putting somebody's um, insurance policy, uh, somebody's, uh, they're buying a house and you're putting the title to their deed, you should be using DocuSign and going through those type entities. You should not be using WordPress to give and deliver somebody's title to them for their house or document closing. So this is where um, if you don't put something up that's or deliver something in a mechanism that's not secure, it kind of avoids the problem in the first place, I, I suppose is the best way to say that. Um, I, I know if I want it, um, you know, for contracts, I have a secure contract program that sends stuff out securely. Um, I know that we use DocuSign to, if we need to get somebody's checking account for ACH, we use DocuSign to go through that process because those are secure. Um, your OneDrive account, if you have a Microsoft OneDrive account, that is secure. If you have a Dropbox account, to my mind, if something is that you're actually worried about the security to document, I'd stick it on Dropbox long before I'd ever go put it wide open sitting in my website. Okay. But the images all do have a WordPress directory to it. If you secure WordPress right, it doesn't matter that somebody knows that you're using WordPress. So I hope that's a, a good answer for you. But I, I don't, that it doesn't concern me one iota. All right. And I, I mean, we secure our WordPress, we make sure that it's taken care of. I mean, so that, that we didn't get to that portion of the program yet. Um, we're going to talk about that here, but it's down in the T's for, um, uh, for security than it is up for up here. So we're still kind of up in the de development thing. All right. And I try to keep these questions moving. So I'm kind of going as fast as I can on all of this. Okay. Um, yeah, the HTML does give it away. You're right that it's WordPress. I, I can go to a word. So we're, we're going to talk about WordPress security here in just a minute, okay? Because um, I want you all to be smart about a few things. Okay, 
So I see companies PDFs, Word transcripts, so they're paid programs. You know, and and the problem is I can't fault the end user, like the software, because somebody is putting something up there that they shouldn't. You guys have to be human beings and accept it and like assess what is the danger. Um, I got an email yesterday saying to me, you know, I need to know how secure our emails are so I can send documents for somebody's insurance policy. My answer is going to be back is you shouldn't be sending somebody's health insurance policy through email. You should be putting it on Dropbox and sending them a link. You should be putting it on OneDrive and sending them a link. You don't send it through email. All right. So it's it's a common sense thing, but I don't think that all the people have enough understanding of it all. So like I said, bubble wrap. That's about all I can do is bubble wrap you until you try and you don't hurt yourselves. All right, let's see. Are the okay? So Charles Major asks: Are these plugins an added cost? They can be. Um, you know, uh, again, uh, you know, some hosting companies provide this free of charge, um, and you can look around and you might find some that are given some of these, but not all of these. Um, I have enterprise licenses and unlimited license and an unlimited stalls on every one of these ones I'm telling you about. So we'll just kind of say that that way, but I can put this in hundreds of times. All right. Some of these plugins are $99. Some of them are $59. Some of them are $5 and some of them are free. So they're all over, all over the place. Word docs rather, I meant to say, and are all these programs assessed the first page? And are all these paid programs? We're asking you, for the to post the link to where you'll post the recording of the the what the oh all right so we'll get this up probably this weekend if you go to and i'll just show you because it's going to be easier i did i i helped you out here on something sandra i actually added an enhancement this week okay so i've always told you that the classes are here so what I did rather is I have a live class and then I have an on-demand class. And when you click on on-demand now, you'll see, you see here's last month's internet marketing clinic here listed. All right. So what'll happen is this class will be dropped into this slot here. Okay. So all these classes I'm filling in as on-demand moving forward. I'm not going to go back and pick all the other ones up. So you since you're go- right there right now, why don't you cut and paste that link into the chat? Oh, all right. Yeah, I can do that. The other, the other place they are, are are sitting on YouTube. Where the heck did YouTube go off of here? All right. Yeah, it's trying to pull the YouTube channel now. Um, but it has all the YouTube classes are here already. There's now 56 of them, I think, or 59 of them over there. So you can watch the last two years of Beth and you can binge watch me. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know what else to say on that. Uh, the other thing that I did is make this class into a podcast. So there is a podcast for all of them. So Sandra, you asked me to paste the link. So on-demand class link is going to go to copy link. Uh, let's go to hosted panelists. I needed to go to everybody. All right. All right. What I would do is I would click on that link and I would go bookmark it right now. Okay. Um, maybe what I can do is adjunct the, the chat scroll um, to the to the text that I'll put up with this. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I would just go there and go grab it right now. That would be my plan if I were you. Um, all right. 
All right. So, um, let's see here. Uh, all right. I think I have everybody. Okay. So let's kind of come back over here. So I'm talking about adding Elementor now. And the reason why I'm saying Elementor um, is that um, uh, Elementor is built to be lightweight if you use the right theme with it. So as I'm jumping around on the scroll list, if you notice, I skipped this one up here. Astra Pro is one of the most flexible out there. It's also one of the lightest weight out there. So Elementor with Astra Pro makes this very, very easy for you. Okay. So these two plugins to get, excuse me, um, start to make this. I'm going to make this really easy by the time we get through the, all of this tonight. So we'll just, we'll just start there. Um, okay. So uh, that's that story. Um, all right. So we talked about Elementor. We've talked about, you can, there's also, you know, Muffin Builder. There's all these other builders that come as part of themes. I wouldn't get involved with them. I truly would stick with Astro Pro and I would stick with Elementor if I were you guys, especially if I was a new guy and I didn't know what I was doing. Okay. Um, so that's that story. Uh, I have this, I actually can deactivate and delete that one. Um, the next thing is Gravity Forms. Everybody needs a form on their website. Um, I'm going to tell you that Gravity Forms is the best possible way to go about this. Um, it is easy to use. Um, it allows you to just make a form with a few buttons. I can tell it, add new, form title, test, form description, my form, create the form. And you just literally can go pick off the advanced fields, name, and it'll give, it'll drop, you drag and drop the things in, name, address. It gives you all the address with all the stuff built in. I did the phone. If I want to put a web address and then the submit button, it literally is that easy. Um, entries, nope, hold on, stay on page. I need to save my form because I didn't save it. And then if I come to settings, you can see that I can say where that form is going to um, and what the form is, is like. So would they use that to create, you know, join my email list thing? Um, uh, say that again for me. Would they use to create a join my email list thing on their website? Yeah, you could, you could do that. Um, all right, so that's an interesting question. So yes, if you wanted like to add something that they could join a mailing list, is that what you mean? Right. Just what? Okay. So this this has. Okay. So this has what they call as add-ons, right? And the add-ons on this um, say um you'll see i can come down here and mailchimp is down here as is constant contact where the heck is ms all right so mailchimp if i have mailchimp i can install it it literally is easy as answering a few questions um um and that's that so are any so that's if you want to hook it into your 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 um e-blast yeah you need to you cannot send email out of your website okay it, it's a guaranteed block so if your job, if you're thinking to build a website and you're you're thinking that you want to collect emails and send emails, I'm going to tell you you need to use Mailchimp for constant contact. If you have less than 200 people, I think Mailchimp is free. So we're not talking big dollars here to use Mailchimp. 
it literally is the best path to take because you have to pay money to people like Microsoft and um, Apple and Gmail and Outlook, which I said Microsoft, but I also mean Outlook, okay? For you to be able to send spam mail and them not to flag it and collect it. So you can't just go to a server and send that mail out because if you do, you're going to get blacklisted, all right? So we, I'm trying to, I want to teach everybody the right way to do things. If you want to try it, great. You get blacklisted, don't get mad. Your hosting company cuts you off and cancels your account, don't get mad because you shouldn't be doing it that way. They need to go out through something like MailChimp. And this makes it inordinately easy to do. It literally is click on and install, go log into your MailChimp, set up your feed. They give you the instructions. Literally, if you, if you can read it, you'll be able to just click your way through it without understanding one thing. Okay. It's that simple. Um, the other thing, I mean, constant contact is here as well. I don't, I just don't, I think... How do I want to say this? Constant contact is basically bought by MailChimp or MailChimp bought constant contact, whatever I'm trying to say. So they're like six of one half dozen of the other, but they're more expensive and I think they're harder to use. Okay. So I'm just kind of giving you the right way to do something um, and to, to be able to add it. What's, um, the, what's the, how high can you go on MailChimp in terms of how many people in your, your, uh, I, I have one lady with 150,000 emails addresses in hers. Pardon I mean, me? She has 150,000 email addresses in her MailChimp account. She pays for it. Yeah, she pays for it. Yeah. I mean, I think I have four or five in mine now. So, I, I mean, I be, the, between the class ones and some another personal one, I think I have 4,000 emails sitting in there. And what happens okay. if you go to Vertical Web here and you go and you see where it says join our mailing list, put your name, your address, and your email, and you hit submit? You get added to MailChimp. And then when I send out a calendar, you get a copy of the calendar. And it has all the classes we have every single month. That's all this list is used for is what are the classes? And then when I put the on-demand up, you get an email and say the on-demand is up. So when you use so, Gravity Forms, then is that more for surveying your... your um... What do you use Gravity, Gravity Forms? Gravity for? Forms is the plugin. There's Ninja Forms. There's WP Forms. Um, I'll tell you, I use WP Forms. I had one website. I had to rebuild the for, same form 15 times because every time I made a change, it wiped it out and I had to start over. So um, anyway, so that's so that's that story. So um, anyway, uh uh, this is uh, this is what I'm recommending. I think it's the best path forward. I think it's the easiest path forward. I don't really want anybody sending email out of the mail server directly. That's just not the right way to do it. Can you collect them that way and do it? Yeah, uh, but fire beware because you're going to get your butt punted and then you're going to have no web host because that's that's one of the things that's against the law. MailChimp kind of keeps you in compliance with the law. So just, I'm just telling you, just do it the way I'm saying it. And that's the best way to do it. Okay. So are there certain advantages of building our WordPress through a web host we choose? For example, I consider DreamHost and the host to register because something, uh, I build my WordPress through a web host. If you don't like, if you build it through wordpress.org and you don't like your web host, you put your backup software together, you back your website up and you move it to anywhere you want to go to. Okay, that's another, it's like a literally like a little attache case. You can go take it wherever you want to go. Okay, so that's another reason why 
um, I'm, I'm saying this, it's not, if you go to wordpress.com and you hate them, it's very difficult to move. Um, I have one, one website that we're having to move from a platform and I literally had to have a custom code guy go in and write the code custom to scrape the website out for us. So yeah. All right. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you right now that you, that's kind of why you want to do what I'm saying to do here. Um, all right. So uh, let's see, plugins, this one, is any plugin you're recommending to block hijacking of the website? I didn't get there yet because I'm not down to T's. The blocking of the website is under T's. Now, what it won't do, okay, so here, let's, let's kind of talk about this a second. So I know somebody that has a copy of somebody else's website, okay? Does that mean that they can't go and take that copy and put it up and do it? It's illegal but you'd have to prove it and do it. So if that's what you mean about hijacking, um, you're not going to block somebody from being able to scrape your site and set your site up on their own domain and copy it. That is not a possibility. Now, what you can do is you can protect yourself. You can do a copyright claim. You can do a digital a DMCA claim um, and put that service on there. You absolutely can do that but you can't stop somebody. And when we very first opened our doors, one of the very first things that happened, I had somebody call me and say, you charged me all this money. And I'm thinking, I wish. And what it was was somebody had scraped our website, made their own version of it. Um, I had to call AT&T, get it all shut down. It was a big pain in the neck. Um, so yeah. Uh, yeah, I would pass on the free website builder with DreamHost because it's probably a I'm forcing you to stay with DreamHost Builder. I, I, I don't know about all these hosting companies. I can only tell you how I would handle it um, and, and how, we, how we handle things, okay? So um, I, I don't, I don't want to really be on the hook for Beth said, go do something at DreamHost because that really is not something with whatever you say. Um, okay, so where was I? Okay, so I am on Elementor Gravity Forms. Okay. Uh, the other thing Gravity Forms has an AskMet plugin that you can plug into your AskMet software. That was where we kind of started with this. Um, so uh, you can plug that in as well. Um, if you needed to add Google Analytics code, there's a little plugin called Insert Headers and Footers that you can insert a little code into the header or footer of your website. Makes it easy peasy for you. Um, the next thing I'm going to talk about, well, pages with categories and tags, you need this because it allows you to categorize your pages and make nests. So when I've given talks on technical SEO and hierarchies of pages, this is one of the things that I use is, is putting pages together in categories. Okay, so that is an important thing. Now, listen, I know I'm going like a, like very, very fast. You guys need to come back, download this video and rewatch it all because I'm trying, I want to try to get through all of this with you and I only have two hours and it's not really one that I can continue the next time. So I want to just, um, I just want to make sure, you know, go when I'm done, Lalitha is going to get me to download tonight. I, th I think she, she'll do that or John, one of the two of them will get me to download tonight and I will get it put up for you um, sometime before the weekend. Okay. So just so you understand where I'm at, because I am going fast. I'm going fast because I've got a lot to say. All right. Next thing I've got here is um, 
rank math. So all the way along, there's been a plugin called Yoast to do like it rhymes with toast, but it starts with a Y to do SEO and help you with SEO. We have made a distinct decision within this company to go with rank math. We think that rank math is a superior product. Um, we highly recommend it. I have no stock in rank math, um, but I think that it gives you far more tools than Yoast ever dreamed of giving. So I'm going to tell you, you need rank math. Um, and then, you know, again, that's free. There is a pro version. Uh, some hosts offer that some may not. Okay. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Google site kit. You need to add this because it will let you look at your traffic. It lets you add your Google analytics. It allows you to easily with a few clicks to add search console and you have all your Google tools set up for you within a matter of minutes. So I'm going to strongly urge you to put Google site kit in and use that to get set up. Okay, this one down here, yet another related post plugin. Everybody needs that because it links commonality together. It's a way to easily create um, a nested set of pages that kind of go together. So I'm gonna strongly urge you to put that one on. Um, last but not least, everybody needs a WP Rocket account. Uh, again, some hosting companies offer it for free. Um, what that does when that gets turned on is it sets up the speed on the website. And if you turn that on and use that properly, uh, it will help you to pass the core vitals from Google. Okay. Uh, I took a website that was scoring at 21. It's now signing and scoring in 95. And all I did was turn WP rocket on and add a few things to it. It's because it adds the cache. It adds the, it, it compounds the code, right? Elementor's code is designed to do it. And the Astra theme is lightweight enough and not bloated. It helps dramatically. So when I put together these few items, what I end up with is something that's lightweight, easy to use, and I can make fast. And though that's really the name of the game with all of this, okay? So I want you to know that that's a, that's a big deal and that's something that I kind of uh, want, want you to have is something like a WP Rocket. There's another one out there that's called Nitro Pack. It does a great job. It's extremely expensive to my mind. Um, and it's somewhat unpredictable. One day I'm at 90, one day I'm at 12, and it's because something to do with scheduling posts I have to sit down and send them a support ticket. I can't have a website that does not score 100%, 100% at a time. So I can't in good conscience recommend that. I'm going to tell you that WP Rocket's the better way to go. All right. So uh, security. Uh, where is it? I know it's here because I see it in the list. Okay. So we recommend and i've had people say to me they disagree with me but i'm going to tell you why and i really generally have no very not that i've never had a break-in but they're not any that we secured and there's a couple reasons why this i throw pro security uh i theme security pro it blocks out brute force hacks which is somebody coming and randomly trying to use your name and password over and over again three times you're locked out at a website you're not, you're not going to be able to keep coming back and trying it. Um, there's a couple others out there like WordFence and Security. Again, far more expensive. iTheme Security does a great job. But what, one of the things that I like about the iTheme Security password uh, system is it allows me to change the slug 
for my admin area. So at WordPress, if I was going to walk up on a website running WordPress, I can go to that website, type the URL, which is domain.com forward slash and put WP-admin in and nine times out of 10, it will show me the login screen for WordPress. It's very hard to get into a website when you cannot find the back end of the website. So this program lets you remove the back end of the website to a different URL. Um, you could call it keep out. You could call it, I hate you. I, you could call it, we love hackers. You can call it whatever you want. Um, and it will allow you to cloak the back end of the, um, of the WordPress system. And when you cloak it, it makes it very, very hard to break into it. Most break-ins occur with a brute force hack and somebody coming right at it. If you can't get into it, you, you, it's very difficult to do damage to it, okay? So I'm gonna tell you that. The other thing is it doesn't require you to use the admin, okay? Um, and what I mean when I say that is that when you set up your WordPress blog, usually the first user that gets set up is an admin account that's called admin. So if I was a script kitty that I know that somebody didn't do a good job and blocked down their website, I'm going to try username admin, password one, two, three, four, five, password six, seven, eight, nine, password, and just run a random admin password situation at it. What you want to do is you want to put a secure username on there and remove the admin account. You never, ever, ever leave the admin account standing on this website. Okay. Those two things alone will dramatically help you secure your website. This thing blocks out. It has a database that it checks IPs against. It does a whole bunch of things. I, I genuinely, and I don't want to say this and then have it happen. So, but we genuinely do not have I theme uh, web, uh, website hacking problems. We, the one problem that we have is somebody puts a plugin in and it causes a conflict. Um, you guys not keeping up with your plugins that we have to come back in and the whole thing craters and we have to come back in and fix it. It's usually ticky stuff like that. It's not hackers hacking a website and then taking it over and running down the street with it. Okay, um, so we're very happy with iTheme security, although some, like I said, there's some people say, oh, that's like not the right one. You should be using WordFence. Okay, uh, you know, uh, that's, your, that's your opinion. My opinion is setting this up right and doing this right, I, I've kept people safe now for the better part of 10 years. So you go your way, I'll go mine, uh, and I'm good with that. But you have to use all of the tools, which is hide the back end and make sure the brute, brute force hacking is turned on. And frankly, if somebody brute for, it has brute force and they come at this thing three, five times wrong, I ban them forever. I, that's my opinion. And if it's one of my staff that can't type their username and password in the website, right, that's fine. I can go pick them out. But I'm not in the, in the habit of going and, okay, you did it three times wrong. Let's wait five minutes and then you can start over again. I'm not, if I ban you, you're banned, period, end of story. Unless you want to come and tell me a story, you're banned. And that's the way I recommend handling it. Block them out and get them out of there. Don't let them keep trying. What it does is it drops the IP address 
and it doesn't it doesn't do that okay so that's the that's the story there it says how do we know which program causes problem you don't okay and it says i've heard not to use more than five or six plugins um yeah that's not practical in days a day and age um i did have one lady that went crazy and put like 150 plugins on her website and the website was like quicksand but it was also because she was using the database to build the database so the the things that i put in here they're light little things they're not heavy duty problematic things all right so you don't want to put you know super super heavy duty plugins in and, and you'll know them when you see them they're usually if the plugin's more than a couple hundred dollars for one license you know that's a heavy duty plugin okay so that's probably a good way to judge it but i have a million little ones i don't really have a million, little, little million little ones how many do i really have i've got 30 30 that i have active and i have them active on every website that i build um i have um i i have them and they don't make trouble Okay, so now that I have all my plugins in, turned on and configured, the next thing that I'm going to do is I'm going to say, okay, let me start to build my website. Now I skipped a plugin here um, because we're going to use that plugin to, to, to start our process here today. Okay, so one of the things that I did, because I think that this is hard for people that don't really know what they're doing. Oh, I have more questions. Hold on. I have multiple styles of writing and I want to highlight my website. I these song sermons. Would this be an example of separate pages? Uh, yes, they're separate pages, but I would set them up as separate trees as well because an essay is not a sermon. A sermon is not a song. A blog is an opinion. So yeah, that, that would be four separate areas to me on one website about you. Okay. So the next thing that I have to do is I have to decide what my website looks like, okay? So I'm going to go ahead and we're going to start that process. Now, one of the things that we do here for our customers is we have about 180 templates that you can start to use that come with every website that we do. And we do this because we recognize that it's much easier to start from with a template than it is to start from raw. And I'm, I'm actually going to start from a template tonight, and then we're going to start discussing how to do this. Okay. So um, we have a license. Where is it? All right. See, it says premium starter templates. Okay. And this goes with the Astra theme. So they're designed to work with the Astra theme. So let's just take a quick look to see the library. When I click on see library, it gives me um, a bunch of questions and asks me what type of website am I building? Okay, so let's kind of just take a look through this. I can say I'm building a website for an agency. It's going to give me agency type websites. Okay, and you can see some of them are a little bit more difficult than others. Um, but I can come along here and I can pick any of these ones that I want. Anything I think with a heart is, uh, is, uh, is not free. That's, that's one of the premium, premium ones. Okay. Um, you can do it for a real estate agent, whatever your business is now. So here's where I want you to think out of the box. Okay. And this is where, um, I think this is where people don't think right about things. So. When I look at this, I look, okay, do I want 
a small header? Do I want a big header? Do I want a lot of information? Do I not want a lot of information? Do I want to change the colors and want custom artwork? Do I not want to change it? So I look at them and I go through them and I decide what do I want them to look like? Okay. So this one here, this is a template here. This one is, if I wanted it to be a video, this one's actually a video in the background of that. Well, I know I don't want a video, so I'm going to kind of come back over to here. And I'm going to keep looking till I find one that I like that represents the way I want my website to lay out. Now, remember I told you boxes and rows and how boxes are tied together, um, so on and so forth. Um, I think that's that's what we're going to that's we're going to do. OK, so we're going to we're going to kind of come through these and see what because just know every one of the images in the background can be changed. Every one of these images here can be changed. You just have to decide what works best for your business and what you like the appearance of. So like to me, this one's pretty simple. It's got a nice header on it. It's got a good place for my logo. It's got my navigation. It's got a big hero in the middle. Um, let me just click through on this one. You can pick it for a specific type. But the thing is, what I look at them for is, do I, would I like my website to look like this? Okay, service, like you see, I have this here in the background. It gives me service one, two, three. It, it gives me a layout to be able to put my history together. It gives me a call to action. If I'm, if I'm a photographer, maybe it gives me some extra pictures. It gives me some base ideas of what I want my website to look like. The other thing is that it'll do is it'll give you some of the internal pages when you click through to them. All right, so that one doesn't work. Some of these actually, they're secondary pages that you can look at that they'll click through that you can click through to, and it gives you what the next pages look like as well. So you can look through each and every one of these and come up with, how to build a website in a pretty easy way to do it. And actually, I may, this one says how to build a website in five days. Let's see what this one looks like. All right, so it's got a nice header. It's got a good place for my logo. It's got a nice image. I kind of like how this is flowing. This looks easy to edit here. It looks easy to edit here. Get started, how it works. Blah, 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 blah. I don't like this here. This one here, I don't like the way this is fitting in here. Um, it gives me a portfolio. Maybe, maybe I like this one. Maybe I like this one. I don't know. It gives me a lot of places to work. What I'm afraid of is that this is a one-page website. And if it is a one-page website, um, no, it's not. Okay. So you see, it gives me a place to do a case study. It gives me multiple versions of pages that I can go in and fill in and build a website pretty quickly. All right. So that would be another version. Okay. So somebody says, what if I want a 24 interactive chat box to greet my users when they come to my page? That's not hard to do. Your chat will hook up. There's a plugin. So live chat Inc. There's a plugin for it. You go at it. You put your username and password and it appears over here on the side of the screen. Okay. Um, so you can come through and you can pick whatever template you want with this and come up with a really decent website pretty quickly on the fly. So um, let me see. 
I think I'm going to go with this one here. All right. So when I tell it I want to come with this one here, it's going to ask me for my logo. So I'm going to tell it, upload my logo. I, I, what you do is you tell it select file. You go to your hard drive. You pick where your logo file is. If you don't have a logo file or you need somebody to make a logo file for you, go to Canva. You can have a logo in five minutes if you, if you do it right. All right. So that's what I'm going to say. Okay. So this says, if you need a suggestion, do real estate. It's probably you're a real estate agent. I'm only kidding. Okay, this other says, if we know we're going to add a video that auto plays silently on our homepage at a later time, is it strategic to... Yes, I would say yes, because otherwise you may, until you get your feet under you, um, the it, it may take you a minute. All right, so I'm going to go to my website. It's going to say, it's going to say, so somebody said repeat logo. Okay, so I tell it select file. I tell it upload file. I gotta go to my vertical web folder. I gotta go to my logo folder. And I have to find my vertical web. Okay. So there's my logo. It's now added it. It's reasonable size. I'm gonna tell it select. We'll see what it does. And there it is there. If I want it bigger, I can just slide this over and watch it get bigger. And you see how it moves this for me on the side. So everybody pretty much can handle adding your logo to this website. Okay. That that's not hard. It's not, doesn't require any type of prior knowledge other than how to follow to upload a file fee. All right. So I'm going to tell it continue. And I'm going to say, what colors do I want it to be? And I'm a purple person. Okay. So I'm going to change mine to purple. All right, so it's going to change this website to a light purple, a dark purple, a red. Um, I could change it to red and orange if I want. I could change it to green if I want. But I'm going to go with purple because I'm a purple person. All right. And then it's going to tell me that I can change the font. If I don't like what these fonts look like, I can go ahead and decide I'm going to change the font. And, I, and it gives me an option of what I want to change the font to. It gives me some suggestions like here, I can change that. I don't like that as much. So I'm gonna go back to what I originally had. I actually kind of like that one. Uh, I'm gonna stick with my original font, okay? For, just for this exercise. But you see, it gives you combinations that work together. What I'm gonna tell you in font world, okay? Actually, I'm gonna keep this last open sans one. When you go to a Times New Roman type font and you see that this is that kind that you see in a book it's very difficult for people to read okay so just remember that don't get too crazy with what you're choosing for your fonts i like i think simpler is better so i'm going to actually come to here i'm going to pick that okay and i'm going to tell it continue and then it's going to tell me what is my name where is my work email address I am a beginner. I am building a website for myself. I don't want any newsletters. And then I tell it, submit and build my website. And what it's doing is it is importing and adding all the things that we need to start. Um, I chose Open Sans that a person said, what did I choose? 
but you see how quickly, so it's importing all these pages for me. It's giving me my site options. It's finalizing it. It's finishing it. It's going to redirect me in a second. It's going to say, I have a website. It's going to give me a nice little video if I don't know what I'm doing. And I'm going to go back to my website. And now presto, I now have a nice website that we're going to start to work on and decide what we want to do. And when I start to show you how easy this is going to be, you're going to go, oh, wait, I too can do this. At least I'm hoping you do. All right. One thing it didn't do is put my logo there. And I don't know why. So I'm going to have to go back and we're going to have to talk about fixing the logo. All right. It says, would you happen to know if you can trademark a logo made through Canva? Um, yes. As long as you kind of make it enough your own, you sure can. Um, because at the end of the day, I don't think you're really going to take a Canva logo. I think you're going to have to put something there that makes it your own. Because um, I don't really think that you're called the, you know, the Haps and Hoops uh, Club and all these other things that they have over there. So. All right. Okay. So. All right. Um that's the, that's the first thing. So the first thing I'm going to now tackle is what do I need to do next? Okay. So I, I get my pages loaded in. I see that it's there. I'm going to come back to my dashboard. And I want to talk to you about the difference between posts and pages now. Okay. So pages are the main guts of your website. It's the about us page, it's the pricing page, it's the support page, it's the portfolio page. It's, it's pages about your business. If you're gonna put a page up that talks about your opinion, it's going to be a blog uh, situation and that's gonna be posts. Now, when you use the post function, I'm gonna come back over here and I'm gonna use my own website to show you, okay? This is a page. As you can see, I have a block of text, another block of text, join the mail list. I added the class schedule. I added the podcast. I added all these things in it. Did all of this. Awesome. Okay, so I made a page here. When you go to the blog and you go into the blog page, you'll notice that this is a very much different looking type page. Okay. And what it has is the blog post itself. Let's come back to the main page for a second. Main blog page puts the blogs up for you, okay? So how to read a report, glossary of terms. What, and I should have called it, what is Beth talking about? Um, because that's really what my glossary of terms class has been about, was what, what am I actually saying? But you can see them all here. Um, you can see I have a schedule here of classes. I have the May here. So I have all of these here and that's the main blog page. Okay. And this was all built using the post section. But then when you come into the post section, this is what happens with the posts. Okay. It categorizes them. It also can put an archive of them. So if you look at my posts, they go all the way back to 2012 on this website. Okay, so I have pages and pages of posts that are my opinion on SEO that go back 10 years, okay, on this website. Um, you can see that I have a regular blog post here. You can see how I laid it out. But the posts, 
do this archiving. The pages do not do an archiving. Now I have added some functionality that allows you to make categories of your pages. And I would recommend you doing that. Um, but the blog specifically knocks this stuff out this way. So you, it has a whole different way. It makes about five pages for each blog post, just simply because of the way it puts it together. So understand when I build a page on my website, I use pages. When I'm putting up my opinion and I'm blogging my opinion, I'm going to use the post section. You would never want to put your opinion on a page. Okay. If that makes sense. Okay, what happens if you choose intermediate? Nothing. It's just they want to know what their user level is to show how complicated it is. They're surveying you with that. It says, what happened to the site buildup if we select an medium minute? Nothing. Nothing changes there. Can we convert a page to a post? No, you cannot convert a page to a post. It starts out as a post. It, it starts out as a page. Okay. Now, can, can my system admin do that? Yes. Can you do that? No. Okay. So just try to make the right determination of what you're doing um, before you do it. it. Truth be told, in WordPress, everything you see is a post, but they're delineated differently and given different functionality depending on which way you, which you add it. Okay. So just understand that. But no, you can't generally cross them one from the other. Um, so that's just probably the easiest way to answer that. Okay. So we kind of understand the difference between pages and posts. So I'm going to come back into our main website now. And I'm going to start into pages. I, I don't think this thing has any blog posts. So I'm going to start into pages. So I'm going to, first thing I'm going to do is I want to look at all the pages that it created. And you can see that it created an about us page, a contact us page, a couple drafts. It created a front page for me. It created, it created all the pages technically that I would need on my website. There's one little program that I forgot to tell you about and I don't have it installed here and I probably need to and I'm gonna do it right now because I know I need to do this. It's called duplicate this. So why you want duplicate this is that if you have a page and you want, um, you want to be able to duplicate it and make a new page, but have it laid out the same, you just would use duplicate this and copy the whole page. So to add a plugin, you're going to go to plugins, you're going to tell it add plugins, and you're going to pick, do I need to search for a plugin or do I need upload a plugin? In this case, we are going to search for the plugin and it's duplicate this. Now, when you're looking for a plugin, I'm going to tell you one thing is if there is no users on it, um, the chances are it's not really good. If there's a lot of users on it, it's a good chance that it's a good plugin. So this is the duplicate page one. You see there's 2 million on it. It keeps it up to date. Off we go. I'm going to install it now. And there we go. So it's going to now give me the ability and I have to hit that thing. I then have to hit app, uh, activate and it's going to activate that plugin for me. And when I come back to my pages and I'm going to refresh this screen for everybody, you'll see that one of my options now is duplicate this. Okay. So we're going to start on our um, first thing we know is we have a problem with the logo. So we're going to come back over to here. We are going to go to appearance. 
and we are going to go to customize. And it is going to load customize for us. And it's going to say, what do we want to do? And it's going to give me the options and I can come down and again, you'll see the same colors. It lets me pick different colors for different things. You, and I would recommend coming down this. There's no reason that you shouldn't come down all of this and take a look at what's here and make sure that you're, you're happy with what's there. Okay. Eventually somewhere I'm going to find a site title and logo. All right. So I'm going to tell it change logo because it didn't actually take the logo for some reason. Let me reset it and see if it does it. All right, so there we go. Crop image. And there it says it's there. Okay, and then I'm going to tell it to publish it. So I've now changed it. Now, if I was doing this for real, I'd fix that logo so it wasn't on a white background. But in essence of time, I'm not going to start doing Photoshop tricks. Okay, um, but I am going to make this a little bit smaller because it kind of looks big on this page now. So I'm going to shrink it down a little bit. Um, if I want to say display the site title, I'm going to say we make the web work. Okay, now um, stay on page, come back here. Okay, so we now know we have a new problem because you see it's gray and it's not white. So we're gonna have to fix that, okay? Which that sounds a little bit undaunting, but if you come back over here, I'm gonna publish that. Always remember to publish so that your changes are there, okay? Um, No, that's not what I want. So sometimes I have to push a lot of buttons to get it to do what I want because I need to know what I, what it's actually doing, just so you FYI on that one. All right, no, uh, yes, okay, let's navigate away. Uh, I didn't mean to go back that far. All right, so if I go to appearance, I come back to customize. What I wanna do is I wanna change that header to be a, a little bit uh, easier to see. All right, so global colors. What I know is that is an H tag of some sort. So I'm gonna come down here and I'm gonna tell it, edit my font, my color, my weight, my color. It's not giving me a place to change the color. It's only giving me a place to change the size. So, all right, colors, let's go over here. What I'm trying to do is fix this. And in fact, I don't want to waste time with it. I'll fix it later if I wanted to fix it. But you just have to find the right setting to adjust that somewhere within this. Um, it literally is working down this color, this color situation. Um, in fact, frankly, this is probably it right here. Is that fixing it? Let's see if that fixes it. No, it still didn't fix it. Nope, still not fixing it. So somewhere in here, someplace that is coded with a color and I'll just have to go fix that. And I'm not gonna screw around with this because I could take me 10 minutes to go find it all. So I wanna come back and just work with what I have. So I'm not gonna 
I want to navigate away from it. I'm going to tell it to go back to what I had. Um, I fixed my my headers for all of this, so we're good. Okay, so let's come back into our all our pages. We fixed our header, and let's come back to our home page now. Okay, so we're going to go through some of the basics of Elementor and why it makes so easy. So I come here. The first thing I need to do is change the title of my page. We are never to make. If I ever see anybody that took this class and has a home page named Home, I'm going to be so disappointed. Okay, so we're going to call this Web Hosting and Web design for Houston. Okay. And you notice what I did is I put my city in here and I put my two main services here. Okay. Actually, I should stick SEO here. Let's put that. And SEO Houston. We're just going to leave it that way because that's the better way to do it. I'm a bad typer. Again, I don't want to keep messing with things that um, I'm going to tell it leave page because I told it edit with Elementor. Now, when you tell it to edit with Elementor, it's going to open in a new window for you. And this is where this becomes drag and drop. Okay. And that's, that's the pieces that I like um, for you guys to do. Okay. So this is our first thing. It says instant WordPress website. So I'm going to change that to say, we make the web work because that's our tagline, okay? Um, and it's an H1, so we talk about H1s, H2s, and that frequently, okay? can't see what I'm typing because of this navigation window. Hold on. So all I'm doing is typing right here on the screen, wherever I want to put, wherever I want to do something, I just put my mouse, my mouse there and I can I can start typing almost immediately, okay? So that starts to make it easy for everybody. So now this one says, what can one expect the total cost for 30, pl for 30 plugins? Is it an annual cost? Okay, uh, again, if you find the right web host, they provide it to you for free. So there would be no estimated cost. If you wanted to use a web host that wasn't providing them, they're about $720 a year, okay? Um, this next one says, have heard good things about Jetpack. Is it a security? It is security back. All right. So I am not a Jetpack fan. Uh, many years ago, there was a hack in Jetpack. They never really had it happen again, but it affected like 2 million websites at the time. I've never trusted it. And I always kind of go out and go my own way on it. Okay. All right. It says, if we're building with one theme for an hour, almost finished, and then we grow dissatisfied, would we lose all the work? Um, no, not necessarily. Um, I, I, if you're saying, will you lose it on the template? The answer is yes. If you're saying, will you lose it on the theme? You don't want to really change the theme because the theme is the core way those, those files are put together. You want to stay with Astra theme. I'm, I'm really, I'm really going to tell you that's probably the best way to go. Um, 
And then the thing is, is that if you don't like something, then you can just go in, delete the pages and then install a new, a new template and change your template. Um, and then you just have to do that. So it's just a matter of deleting and then coming back, but you are not going to necessarily keep the content of the pages. So I, I would make sure that I have a base to start from. This is not like changing wall paint that I can paint it and then go get another can of paint and paint over it. Um, it it kind of can get to be a rigmarole to make a quick change to it if you need to. Now, what I will say is we had one that was done in UDesign and Charlie, uh, we needed to make a change and my system admin was able to go in with Astro theme and change the whole thing in about 25 minutes. Um, so uh, if you build it right and things are sectionalized um, pretty fairly, you can go in and make the changes, but I'm going to say for a beginner, this is going to be kind of hard. At least that's my opinion. So I would kind of make sure that you were on the right path before you started going crazy and started changing stuff all over the place, because then you're starting to make it harder on yourself. Okay. So this one didn't have a background on it and that kind of bothers me. Okay. So what I might decide to do is say, I want to edit this entire section up here because I want a background on it. So there's a few things in Elementor that you need to know. You have the center, whenever you see this one in the center, it brings up the attributes of that area. So you see what it says here. The attributes of this are full width, uh, no gap. It tells me a default height. I'm going to tell it to stretch the section. Um, and I'm going to come over here and it's going to ask me if I want to add a background and I'm going to choose an image. And I don't have an image. Do I have an image that I want to use? Um, let's just, uh, no, that's a picture of the whole website. So I'm going to say insert from media. I'm going to tell it upload a file again. I'm going to come back to my hard drive and I'm going to put my nice little picture of downtown Houston there. Okay, and we're going to see how that works when I insert it. So you see, now all of a sudden I changed the whole dynamic of that by simply adding a picture to the background of that website. The whole website's whole facade changed simply by doing that. All right. And it was as simple as me coming here and adding it over here. Now, what I will tell you is this picture is way too large for me to keep this on the website this way. I will have to do some tweaking to that if I was going to keep it. Um, but you see it kept the nice purple hue to it, but it added this nice picture of the city of Houston to it. Okay. So, um, that's one way you can change the, the, the background of the website pretty easily. Okay. The next thing it did, these people had a portfolio picture. This is an actual picture. Okay. This doesn't, I don't think this moves. No. Okay. So this is just an image you can see that is comprised of all the pieces of it. So this next row down, all it is is an image. So it's, although that looks fancy, they made it in Canva. All right, guarantee you. All right. The next thing I can do is I can come down here and I can start talking about my business. Okay, so I'm gonna say SEO, web hosting and web design for Houston since 1997. All right. And we're going to say 
loaded. And you see all I'm doing is coming down and just filling in the boxes, okay? All right, so I have that. So I have put this. Now, this is not good SEO practices because if you, if from the SEO side, I would say, I don't know what I should put there. Um, and I'm going to actually put SEO expert here because at least that makes it have some values, keywords here. Okay, and let's do this. Loaded with web hosting. So see what I'm doing now is I'm going back in and putting some of that SEO in it. So here, what I'm doing is going to say web design. Now, this, does this airplane represent web design? I'm going to say no. So I can go over here. I can click on the box. You'll see it comes up that to edit the icon. I can go icon library and I can go and pick, um, let's see, a paintbrush. Let's see if I can, I can change that to be a paintbrush very simply. So now the web design has a paintbrush. Okay. Um, let's change this one to web hosting. And what do web hosts have? They have servers. So I can go. So if you're watching what I'm doing, I'm literally kept clicking on an element and then I'm coming over here and I'm changing the icon to match my design. So I'm not stuck with an airplane, um, this, and then, uh, and then I'm gonna say SEO services and i'm i don't like this little roundy thing i'm going to highlight that i'm going to come back over here i'm going to change that to a magnifying glass maybe i'm going to change it to a magnifying glass there we go oh that didn't come up but here we go search search and i'm going to put a dollar sign on it because that seems appropriate Okay, so now what I did is I have like literally changed the guts of this page simply by typing over the boxes that the 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 uh, whatchamacallit created. Okay, and because I'm typing over, I'm able to 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 do this when I hit update. It will update the homepage of that website for me, so I can come over here. I can come over here and I can go, what is that thing called? All right. And you see, I, it's, it still didn't fix my logo. I, I, I would have to look back at that. I've got this and I've got, so everything I just did, I was able to publish and save. So it makes it easy when you don't know what you're doing. Okay. Because it did it for you. All you have to do is know how to type into a keyboard and it, and it works, okay? All right, let's go back to questions. I try to keep these answered as I go. It's as if I was building one thing that we answered that one. All right, the next one says, would a business that does all virtual coaching sessions that would add products for drop shipping to their website benefit from the plugins you have? Yes, because the plugins that I have are necessary on every website, okay? When you're going to do a drop ship for virtual coaching, you're going to go add WooCommerce to it. And in adding WooCommerce to it, uh, what's going to end up happening is 
um, you are going to uh, be able to sell. So that is the e-commerce arm of WordPress. All right. So that's what that's what that story is. So that becomes very easy for you um, to do that. It says, in summary, if you could point to a plugin you feel that were absolutely necessary, there are all of the ones that I do are. So when I, how do I say this? When I start a website or my up my middle tier coasting customers, I use this build and I install their website from this build with all these licenses. So I think every one of the ones that I put in there are 100% needed. Um, and that's just, I don't think anything in there is superfluous, to be honest with you. So uh, I'm going to, uh, that's going to be my thought on that one. Okay. It says, is this a one hour process of clicking and adding Elementor Pro or is it a 12 hour? No, it's a one hour. It's, it's a five minute process to add Elementor Pro. Um, that template, everything that I did, I'm doing it in real time. Okay. Uh, the adding of the plugins, if I sat and added all those plugins, it's about 30 minutes to add them all in their licenses. It's why what I did was because I, I don't want to spend 30 minutes. So when somebody orders a website and they need this, I take this database and all I do is run a restore and set somebody up from scratch with all of this. Okay. Because I don't have time to do all of this. So I made it very, very easy um, to do it with a restore and do it. But if you had to do it from scratch, it was taking anywhere from 30 to 45 minutes to add the plugins in. Um, to me, that's 35 or 40 minutes of, of wasted time. So I did it. That's why I did it this way. Uh, it says, if you quickly made a logo in Canva and added it to your website, after how many weeks or months does it take for Google to forget it if we replace it with, okay, it, that's, that doesn't matter. They're worried about what this says. It doesn't matter what your logo says. They don't care what your logo says. So you can start with Canva. If you feel like you need to go get a professional, go do it. Um, the thing, the other thing is, says, what about the website copy we have? If we submit it, sitemap can crawl our website. Uh, does it take a No. Um, remember I told you to use rank math. It will give you the sitemap. And remember, I told you to use Google Google Site Kit. It sets up your Webmaster Tools uh, account, your Google Search Council, Console account, and you just go at it. Um, I think I have a class on Search Console that I just did a couple weeks ago. So go dig that one out. If I don't have it up, I'll have that one up shortly too. Um, but there's there's a whole there's a whole thing on how to put a sitemap up, how to get that all entered, and all of that going on. Um, but it's part of why I like the one out of rank math better. It gives me better control out of it, which is why I, that's another, just another plus for rank math over Yoast. Okay. This one says, is there any problems we run into by adding and removing a plugin at one after the other? Okay. That is a phenomenal question. The answer is theoretically no. Okay. But, in, but the practicality can be a Yes. So you have to understand what that plugin does and what it changes. And what you, some of these plugins will say, if you delete it, do you want us to remove all the settings? And if you think you're going to need to remove it, then you're going to check yes. So that when it removes it, it removes everything. Now, you could get a little um, aggressive and go into your web, web documentation um, and... Um, we can, uh, you know, we can easily, um, 
you know, take and look at all of that. Um, so I, I think that's that's an okay way to look to look at all of this. Um, so with that said, um, I, is there a problem? No, yes, no. It's kind of hard to say because it's plug-in by plug-in basis. If I remove um, rank math, am I going to have some problems? Yes, uh, because it's controlling my headlines and my headers. If I remove that little duplicate this, no, it's not going to be a problem. So it really depends on plug-in the plug-in, whether it's a good or a bad or a what it what it really looks like. And I, it's like a hard question because it really is a yes and a no. All right, it says, how do I change the SEO tags when text when texting my website links to give a quick snapshot of what the site is about? I have no idea what that means. That one, I have no idea what that means. So if you want to try another chance at that to, to update that, let me know and that'll be great. Okay, so this menu over here, I want to talk about menus real quick so you understand where they're coming from. If you come down here, there's a menu section. And you can see this is my top level menu. You see how it matches um, that same menu that's across. If I added another page and I wanted to add it to the menu, I could. If I wanted to take up the website tab and make it to be under about us, it's as simple as jogging it in. When I do that and I save it, it will save it globally on the top of this website. Okay, so you see now about us is living under, uh, website is living under about us. It's a bad color, so we would have to fix that. But you see now it's, it's living there as opposed to where it was before. So it literally is drag and drop on all of this. It is, so this is where I think this gets funny to my mind, all right? Um, what, I, what I think is that when I look at something like this, um, I go, how hard is this to do? And I say, oh, I don't think it's hard. I think something like Squarespace functions just like this. You have a template. You fill in your information, you hit publish, and you're good to go. All right. But if you if you if you don't know what you're doing and you can do exactly what I mimic what I just did, you'll easily be able to type on a screen, put your information in, hit update, and have a reasonable website that you can go ahead and move on your own. Okay. All right, do you gave me something here, I guess. I don't know what to, I don't know what you're giving me. I, I still don't really understand what you're asking me. Yeah, I don't understand what you're asking me. I still don't quite get it. Okay, this says. When I log in as admin, am I in edit mode? Yes, you are in, I can control the world mode. Okay, so you automatically, you have all these things that we've talked about are right at your fingertips just by using your admin login. So I am logged in as the admin. I have a page. I can come to any page I want. If I wanted to edit the about us page, I might bypass the edit and go right to edit with Elementor. It loads it. Now I have about, 
And again, there's this purpley background. I am going to put a picture there because I, I don't like these no picture header websites. Okay. So I'm going to put a, an about us picture there. I'm going to upload another file. Uh, let's see. And now I put another one there. I have a nice picture of the Galleria and I can start typing right away and start adding stuff easy peasy, right down, just start typing in boxes and change it, okay? Um, the thing is, what I will tell you is now, we're working off a template here and I just kind of am say saying this too because somebody asked a question about this. All of these, there's a, there's a basic set of headers, which that's a header, intersection images. So if I wanted to put an image here, I just would drag an image there. It would say, pick the image. I'm going to choose the image. I'll just put my nice little picture up that of my city. Actually, I like this one better. I'm going to insert that. And now I have this really nice picture here of the city of Houston that I just dumped there. If I wanted it to be smaller, I could go to medium and see it now it's made it smaller for me. Okay or I could go to a thumbnail size and it would not get to a thumbnail size. So I can control the size of it. I control everything. Literally these widgets are drag and drop. If I wanted to put a budget, a button here, I drop it. Here's my button. I tell it to center it. And I now have a button on my page. So as I know I'm going fast and I know this kind of looks like I'm, uh, I'm saying it's easy, but literally if you can kind of, once you get your feet under you of doing this, they literally are, if I wanted to put a portfolio in, it has a portfolio plugin, I do that. It says, it comes over here, it asks me a set of questions. Um, and I answer those questions. How many do I want in a row? Uh, what do I want it to be? Um, and it will it will pull in. Remember, I told you to put categories on things. It would actually pull the categories of the posts in off the blog and drop them here. So all of these things that you that look like they should be hard to do, they make there's literally easy ways for you to do them sitting in this software. Okay, if I wanted to put a pricing table here, here's my pricing table. Um, I use that widget to build the pricing table on my own website. That is the widget I actually use to do it. So if you look here, you can see, let me, that's not me. It's not the right one. Hold on, I hit the wrong button. All right, uh, you should be still seeing my screen then. Um, if you look over here, this is what it built out pricing. Now it did take me a little bit of time to go in and hit the, to set up a pricing table, but here's the pricing table using the widget that we just talked about. Okay. So all of these are sitting there that you literally just drop in and start typing and adding the information as it's requesting it. And you too can build a website pretty darn quickly. Literally this website you know, if you didn't have much to say, I, I, pro I dare to say that we could fill in these boxes and we could have a website within an hour here, okay? Um, because this is all laid out for me. I just need to type over the top of it.
which is what I'm encouraging you to do if you don't know what you're doing and don't think you can do it. In essence, it's the same thing that Wix and Squarespace is doing, but it's doing it in a much better method. And if you actually had to come in and change something, you could. All right, it says, I noticed there's an element or an element which we're doing a quick online search and that there are different plant types. How do we select the right plant? Okay, so Elementor comes with some pretty basic tools. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, the pro version, if you look over here, so these are the basic ones that come with it, right? These are the ones that come with pro. So if I wanted an animated headline, I wanted a hotspot, I needed a pricing table, whatever I need, most of them, uh, if I wanted to put a countdown, okay, I can put a countdown here just by simply coming in and dropping that there. And it says, what am I counting down to type? I can have a timer that's an evergreen timer, or I can have it count down just simply by choosing and saying what I want it to do. And if I don't want it to show the hours, I just want it to show the days. I can set off the minutes and the seconds. And now I just have 29 days until whatever my due date is. Um, I'm going to put in, let's say, September 10th. And that's just a guess on my part. Uh, da, 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 I was close. We're going to go to September 9th. Nope. September, September, Beth. No, I was right. September 11th. Here we go. 73 days to the start of football season. And we could, that would click down that every single day. Anybody that knows me knows enough that knows that I, I'm a football freak. So I've got 73 days till the start of football season. Okay. Um, there's, uh, that, that's how easy some of these widgets are. So now this question here says, is there something to sell PDFs? Now, that's a WooCommerce uh, situation, which is an add-on to WordPress. You would install WooCommerce, and then you go to WooCommerce, uh, WooCommerce, and I would Google uh, download, digital download, PDF. And when I do that, it tells me what program that I need and how do I do a downloadable product. And that there it is. It tells me what the plugin is I need, what I have to do to configure it. And off we go. All right. So that's how easy that is to do that. You would put WooCommerce in and then you would follow the instructions on this screen pretty much. <clears throat> okay. So there's, there's that. Got four minutes. So, uh, huh? Got four minutes left. Time to. All right. Yeah, we got four minutes left. So, what other? Uh, how much does it help adding a search box to our website? Every website should have a search box. You're not doing it for search rankings. You're doing it for customer ease. Okay. Everyone should have that. So that's that story. Um, what else we got before we have to cut out? Because we really do only have like three minutes left. I'm going to add the information again about our program. Since somebody asked me to put something in there. I've just got two old newsletters from the spring, one just this month about the business plan competition and two others about the spring offerings of the other signature programs. So if you're interested, we'll be sending more information out about these to sign up for them later in the fall. So there you go. What other questions do you want to answer? Do you find some that still are unanswered? I'm not seeing any. 
This last one says, so does the Elementor plan for Elementor Pro at $49 cut it? Elementor Pro expert plan if we want to plan. No, just do the 40. No, the Elementor uh, Elementor. The Elementor Pro is all you need. You don't need the expert plan. Nobody needs an expert plan. At least that's my opinion. New visitor in the queue. All right. What else we got before we cut out of here? Because we it got like when, somebody asked, when does the website go live when you finish? Immediately. Yeah, you talked about you know having a place to stage before you post it, but anytime you save something, if you don't have a place to stage it, it, it just goes live. All right, so lastly, if we wish to add a quiz funnel, is it as easy as adding a plugin for that? Yeah, everything is as easy as adding that. Um, really, I think Gravity Forms does that. And I think there's an add-on for Gravity Forms that will do that and allow you to ask questions all the way down. All right, so I think I would start at Gravity Forms looking for that if that's what I wanted to do. All right. Somebody just told me that second link doesn't work. I'll check that out and see if I can get that in there real quick. If you go to our uh, business plan competition website, um, you, you, these newsletters are posted there under alumni success stories. So I'll put that in there. Let's see, since we're about to run out of time. WooCommerce is a plugin. WooCommerce is a plugin. So, all right. Well, everybody, we'll see you in two weeks or in four weeks. I haven't really decided yet what I want to do for. July. I may do e-commerce because Christmas is coming and we probably need a plan, but don't hold me to that because I, I haven't really decided. So, all right. Okay. And here's a, just go to this other um, page, the, um, the HTC business plan competition page. Did I get that in there? Yeah, they, that's split apart. Uh, HTC www.htcs.edu forward slash business plan competition. If you go there and click on alumni uh, uh, success stories, there's videos of alumni, but there's also a, a link to all of our, our recent e-newsletters. So you'll find the newsletters about small business success series, about Mattress Mac School of Selling. And of course, the other link does work and it's about the recent um, business plan competition. So um, thanks everyone. And thank you all for joining us today. I know it's a lot to take in, but thank goodness that this one is available via a, um, this one's available uh, with a recording and Beth will work on getting that done real quickly. So thank you so much for joining us today. Great way to spend your evening.
learning. All right, everyone have a good one and we'll see you next time. Okay, thanks so much. All right, thank you. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye. That's a wrap for this week's Internet Marketing Clinic. We'll see you next week. Thank you.